Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, June 24th, and I'm your host, Julie Morgan. Our top stories, FTSE, power, oil and stress, and later, Netflix, Coinbase, and Yelp. Stocks recorded solid gains on Thursday, but the advance followed another uncertain session. The major U.S. equity averages saw gains early in the session, extending Tuesday's rebound after a slightly lower finish on Wednesday. Thursday's early gains fizzled in the middle of the day, with the major averages spending a large chunk of the session with a mixed performance. A late updraft left shares higher by close. Ahead of the opening bell today, Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures are up. The Dow up 0.8%. The S&P up nearly 1% and the NASDAQ up 1.4%. We'll take another look at futures as well as the world markets and crude oil in a few minutes. In the earnings spotlight today, CarMax. In our day watch, farm equipment makers Agco, Deer, and Caterpillar all slipped to new 52-week lows. Agco declined more than 8% after Morgan Stanley downgraded the stock to equal weight from overweight, with the firm citing a potential recession. Meanwhile, Deer declined 6% and Caterpillar fell by almost 5%. And earnings news prompted a rally in Rite Aid, with the firm unveiling a narrower-than-expected loss in raised guidance. Shares jumped almost 20 percent. The drugstore chain reported red ink for its latest quarter. However, the loss was not as deep as analysts had predicted. Revenue slipped 2 percent from last year to hit $6.01 billion. But that result also exceeded consensus, topping expectations by $280 million. Following the earnings report, RAD advanced one $1.34 to close at $8.05. This brought the stock to its highest close since late April. Now our top stories. Friday might result in one of the heaviest trading days of the year as FTSE Russell completes the annual rebalancing of his indexes. These include market cap benchmarks like the Russell 2000 and Russell 3000, as well as others based on investment styles, such as the Russell 1000 growth and the Russell 1000 value. Funds and institutional investors that track the various benchmarks are forced to scoop up or ditch stocks that are added or removed from the indexes, and it all takes place place just moments before the market closes. Popular growth players in tech like Meta, Netflix, and PayPal are set to move to the Russell 1000 Value Index, which is typically a domain reserved for companies trading at a discount to their fundamentals. Tesla has launched a new virtual power plant in partnership with PG&E in California that will pay Powerwall's owners to help stabilize the electric grid and end blackouts in California. The new VPP will allow Powerwall owners to opt into the program and sell their stored electricity back to the grid when it needs additional power. Those owners who decide to join the program will earn $2 per kilowatt hour sent back to the grid to help reduce or avoid blackouts. Tesla said it has about 50,000 power walls that could be eligible for this VPP. 
Now an update on a couple of the top stories from Thursday. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm met with executives from Exxon, Chevron, Shell, and Marathon Thursday to discuss a response to elevated prices at the pump. According to the Wall Street Journal, executives and policymakers showed a genuine interest in finding solutions. Jones Act policy, permitting, and blending standards were all discussed, while claims of price gouging and profiteering were left aside. The secretary told the executives that the administration does not want to slow the transition to biofuels. Separately, sources cited by Bloomberg said U.S. Energy Secretary Granholm downplayed banning fuel exports as a viable short-term option to reduce gas prices. And at the Daily White House briefing, the spokesperson was questioned about what came out of that meeting in regards to banning fuel exports. She said it's not off the table. According to the Wall Street Journal, industry officials expect little to come from what amounted to a brainstorming session. Meanwhile, Hess CEO John Hess said President Biden's plan to suspend the federal gasoline tax would hurt U.S. drivers because it would boost demand at a time when inventory is tight, thus raising prices. He said the key to getting oil prices under control is to grow inventory, and the only way to do it is to increase supply and temper demand. All 34 banks passed the Federal Reserve stress test, indicating that they would have enough capital to allow them to continue lending to households and businesses during a severe recession. All bank test results remained above the minimum capital requirements despite total projected losses of $612 billion. Now a word from Seeking Alpha. Seeking Alpha's Stock Screener picks top value stocks with strong long-term growth potential. These top stock picks are beating the market 4 to 1. Invest in your financial future today with these under-the-radar stock picks. Make the decision that over 200,000 other investors have made and get unlimited access to all premium tools, articles, and news, as well as exclusive quant ratings. Sign up now for our free two-week trial by visiting SeekingAlpha.com slash subscriptions. Other stories to look out for. Netflix has started a new and slightly bigger round of layoffs, with some 300 staffers losing their jobs. That follows cuts of about 150 workers in May. According to Variety, the new job cuts are mostly in the United States, but reach across multiple business functions. Coinbase Global said it has fixed an issue that had caused connection issues on its website and mobile apps. Just before 3 o'clock Thursday, the company said Coinbase.com, web, and mobile had recovered. This was less than an hour after the company said that they were aware of the connection issues. Google says that iPhones and Android smartphones were hacked by Italian company RCS Lab. In a blog post, the tech giant said RCS Lab created software to spy on private messages and contacts that were on the devices. Identified victims were located in Italy and Kazakhstan. An Apple spokesman told Reuters the company had revoked all known accounts and certificates associated with the hack. Google explained that it had taken steps to prevent the hack from interfering with its Android operating system and alerted the users about the hack. And Yelp is closing its offices in three places, Chicago, New York, and Washington. This goes into effect July 29th. They're all going fully remote. The online review company will also downsize its Phoenix office. Taking a look at the markets at 6.20 a.m., Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures are up. The Dow up 0.8%, the S&P up nearly 1%, and the NASDAQ up 1.4%. Crude oil is up 1.5%.
in the world markets. In London, the FTSE is up 1.4 percent and the DAX in Germany is up 0.8 percent. Japan's Nikkei is up 1.2 percent. On today's economic calendar, at 10 a.m., new home sales. Also at 10 a.m., consumer sentiment. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thanks for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, the Cannabis Investing Podcast and the Marketplace Roundtable Podcast on those platforms as well. I'm your host, Julie Morgan. Go out and make it a great day.